Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is going to be a great one. Thank you guys so much for joining us. For Paul Felder and Chael Sonnen, I'm Megan Olivia. Yep. <laughs> Gerald Marshall gets it done. He submits to Ron Wynn in Vegas. I'm a black belt. That's all she wrote. Coming home with two checks, baby. Gerald Marshall, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Welcome to uh, UFC Unfiltered. Uh, Matt and I are here. We're both trying to avoid touching our faces. Is this stupid coronavirus? Is everybody nervous? So I'm not uh, touching door handles. Man, I don't think they. I mean, I'm still rolling around with people. People got to relax. I, you know, it's they got to relax, man. What are you going to not live your life? Live your life, people. There's little changes you make, but I did think of that because, as you know, Matt, as a couple of guys who train martial arts, we both understand that the mat can be a dirty place. So when I was doing these uh, <laughs> yeah. strength training at the end, I was at uh, Tiger Shulman, and I'm, my face is right by the mat. And you don't realize how often your face is by a mat until your face is by a mat. And then you're like, oh, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu is scary. I mean, listen, it depends if the, you know, you got to, it's got to be, it's all about being uh, clean. Yes. You know, you got to clean the mats. Yeah. Got to clean, you got to make sure people got personal, uh, the hygiene's clean. And uh, like I said, you got to live your life. Yeah. What are you going to just live in a fucking cave? I could actually live in the Oasis because I have so much fun. But No. No, no, but I got so yelled at it at class because like this you whole virus yelled. Thing, they're like, you, you know, I didn't realize. I thought licking the mat was a sign of respect. Don't do that, Jimmy. Oh, okay. Is no, that bad? I'll get you banned. I didn't know that. Well, I'm I was not, doing I'm, it as a I'm, sign of toughness well, and respect. I, did you make any eye contact? With no, a, no, I just licked the, the, the floor mat. Uh, Jimmy Rivera. Like I get that. there early. You know, I feel bad because I let the, the 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 cat out of the bag, and Jimmy felt bad. Jimmy's Don't feel bad, guy. Feel bad? Why? Well, not this Jimmy. No, Rivera. Yeah, he's a nice guy. He's like, oh, I think I think. Jimmy wanted to wait before he told everybody till he got better. I go, oh, I go, listen, I go, Jimmy, I go, I can't keep this. No, in. I let I, him know. I have been saying it on air. These guys were wrong. I have been saying, all right, I got to go train now. Yeah, I have been we saying. Think, we think you're, you're a comedian, though. So you think yeah. you're, you're full of jokes. But no, I didn't care. It wasn't a secret. I just wanted to do it for a month or so before I said it. You kept so it this way me. I have done it and I could say, yes, I'm doing it as opposed to I, I try it once and didn't like it. I understand. You kept it from me. I but did. you didn't keep it from me. You no. didn't tell. Don't make like, oh man, I've been. You know, don't make like you've been telling me every day. You're well, I have it. been saying it, but no one's been picking up on it. Well, I've said know. it a couple of times. Well, we're splitting hairs. I'm happy to do it though. I love I it. Disagree. And I did try uh, recently jujitsu. No, to take jujitsu, but I did not hear back from the people. So hopefully, I'll hear oh. back. I tried a couple well, of times. You were visiting somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I was traveling. Yeah, I was shooting something, and I have to go back. So uh, I was I was trying to get a couple of private lessons in just to do it while I'm yeah. away. Uh, I do privates. I do one class. At Tiger Showman and I do two privates because again my schedule they're just not doing a class when I can do it because I got to go do sets at night so I fucking love it though it's great I'll tell you Jimmy I might go back to teaching privates I haven't done that in a while but I'm I told they're you to raise my taxes all right we'll get to that later yeah it's fucking ridiculous but we'll talk about that later I'm yes. just a guy that shoots from the hip you know we what I'm have uh, Megan Levy is uh, coming into uh, co sorry calling in today and also Gerald Mershart who uh, had wow. such a great win over uh, a Duran win. Hey, it a was great, a great fight. It was a great card in general. It really I mean, was. the main event was... Uh, lackluster. Uh, lackluster is, is, is a word to use. But listen, it's it's. I remember watching the co-main event, and I was like, yo, I, this is so great. And not only this, after this, we got Adis, Adesanya and Romero. Ah, oh, what a night. It's only going to get better and better. No, wait, wrong one. <laughs> no, that was it. That was like a punchline. It's going to get better. It, was. it wasn't better. I, I don't fault Adesanya as much as in this one. Romero, uh, first of all, was coming off two losses. Great fighter. Uh, but this is probably your last title shot. 
And I know that you're conserving energy, and I understand he's explosive. But I watch that, and I'm going, what is he doing? Like, he was literally not attacking. And it's like, I, all right, you're a counterfighter, and you want to lull someone to sleep. But if it's not working, I mean, what was it, four to three, the punches in the first? Adesanya has to defend his belt. Um, Romero, I, I mean, I understand why Paulo Costa freaked out. I, I got it. Like, I, I thought that should have been his fight to begin with. I got it after a while. Romero's exciting. Um, and it's probably his last shot. Nothing. I think Polo was out. You know, he was, something. but he could have probably you know. waited for him a little bit, but he didn't yeah. want to wait. And uh, I, I was really more irritated with Romero blaming Adesanya. Like, yeah, okay, maybe he fought, he, he used his distance and he stayed on the outside because he doesn't want to get knocked out. You hit him in the first round. And that really, I think that shook uh, Adesanya yeah. a little bit. And he's like, I don't want to get hit by this fucking guy again. So it's your job to close the distance. What is he supposed to do? Close the distance for you so the fans applaud more? No, listen, it, I understand both sides. Like, yes, uh, I think that Adesanya, before the fight, was 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 talking a lot also, saying that what he was going to do sure. and, and whatnot. And that's not what he did. I mean, don't get me... I mean, listen, it's always easier said than done. Sure. But if you're stating what kind of level you are and you're going to retire the guy, you can do this and that... Uh, and then what happens is I think he got in there and felt that power. Yes, I agree. And then said, all right, maybe a change of game plan. Felt that <laughs> So I think he thought punch, he was going to yeah. outclass him standing, but he, he got a re- I think he realized with that one shot that even if he's piecing him up, another shot like similar to that sure. could just end it. He could be, he could be out striking the guy five to one, but that one could yeah. make a difference. A hundred percent. different than kickboxing. Yeah. The big gloves, with these little gloves, man, it's a different, you don't have to be the better striker. That's right. You know what I mean? You can have a well-timed overhand, and he had a well-timed overhand that he landed more than once. He landed the bigger strikes. You can't point out like, well, hey, look at his leg. Yeah. His leg's busted up, and I heard the guy was doing the salsa at the fucking, is it true he did the salsa at the post-fight press conference? Maybe try to, yes, he did. Try to find that. I mean, didn't, I mean, didn't, you didn't uh, Romero I mean, three attempted I mean, takedowns? Not doing, listen, you're not doing the salsa if your leg's fucked up. No, you're not. You know what I mean? But I, I've seen guys like, uh, I think it was Cub Swanson. No, no I'm sorry. Uriah? It, no, not against, Uriah. Against uh, Jose? Yeah, yeah, that's a good one to point out. Now, it totally threw me off what I was going to say. No, I'm only kidding. I, Justin Gaethje and, and maybe Dustin Poirier. Oh. Where after, and, and Dustin won, I believe, that, that one, yes. But he was afterwards, he was having a hard time walking out. Like That's the sign of a sure. guy whose leg is... Busted. You can't look say, look, man, that guy's leg's a little purple. I, I destroyed him. Well, all right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Is that what you're going for? I mean, listen, I, I see both sides. And at the same side, at the same uh, time, I should you could say that, hey, man, it is his last shot. He's a stud wrestler. Why didn't he try to be more aggressive when it's his last shot at title? But something to be, this is something for both guys to think about. A little bit more Romero because this was probably his last sure. shot at that. Just because you feel you're not getting beat up and you're not feel like you're not losing doesn't mean you're winning. Because you're walking, you're not getting hit. Right. It doesn't mean you're winning. You might be like, "Oh, look, man, I'm gonna scratch on me." But what you do? To, I mean, you know what I mean? That does not mean you're winning the fight. And I've been caught up. There's certain fights that I've been in, and when you're in the middle of it, you you envision something different than than what's going on. Like maybe what happened was like, for instance, well, I just something that, like myself. I remember I, I fight Matt Hughes, and I'm like, look. If this guy gets on top of me, he's gonna try to take my head off, and I and I was prepared for a lot of things. So then when he got on top and he was holding, I'm like, all right, well, the guy's not doing shit. I might as well chill. And meanwhile, I wasn't winning down there. You know right. what I mean? So it's like, but it threw me off that the guy wasn't doing something that I predicted him to do. So maybe Adesanya was assuming this guy's gonna come at him like a sure. Boy. He doesn't. So he's not. So you got two counterfighters now. That's right. At, so I mean, I was still intrigued. I wasn't as bored as a lot of other people. In the first yeah. round, look at the opening oh, thing. Romero is standing there like a statue, trying this thing, and it's like, it's don't really, expect Adesanya to walk in there and get beat up. That's not yeah. his job. His job hey. is to beat to win the fight. Your job is to knock his head off. This is listen. And if you're both counter, sorry, man, if you're both counterfighters and you and you want the belt, you have to go after him because it's not working. The first couple of rounds was not working. Uh, I mean, Adesanya was just going to pepper him from the outside because that's what a, that's what Anderson Silva would have done. You think yeah. Anderson Silva would have walked in there and got punched in the face by Romero? Of course not. He would have moved and ducked. And half the time, Anderson's first rounds were just him moving his hands and back and forth and ducking and doing throwing five kicks. Styles make Why am fights. I screaming? No, no. Listen, if you look at uh, Adesanya's uh, prior fights, 
when he fought like Robert Whitaker, sure. Brunson. When he fought Brunson, when he fought um, who am I thinking? Gastelum. Of? Oh, Gastelum. Yeah. Oh, of course. Because when guys are uh, bringing it to him, it brings out. That's right. You know, he's 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 ferocious. So uh, you seen something similar when he fought um, Anderson Silva. Matter of fact. It was more of something similar. They're feeling each other out. They're doing a little something where Anderson Silva wasn't going in there trying to, to destroy right. him. He plays the counterfighter too. So I do agree with this when it comes down to his next his next fight, which should be um, Costa. Uh, Costa. I feel that's going to be a different fight. Much different. Because Costa's going to be looking. The reason why Costa Romero was so devastating was Costa would try to take his fucking head off. And Romero could counter because he was right course. there. Sure. But that's how I think Costa's going to go in with such, with just with such lack of respect for Adesanya, just trying to destroy the skinny guy, which will be a mistake because Adesanya did knock out Whitaker, and Whitaker had not been—I don't believe had been. uh, Maybe if he had been stopped, I don't have his record in front of me. It wasn't any time soon. I don't don't think he had been knocked out, and he and he floored Brunson, which nobody saw happening. People thought he might win, but no one saw him knocking Brunson out. He has more power than people think. I did not like that fight. But I, I put 80% of it on Romero because I watched him just standing there. Yeah. And it's like, if you want that guy's belt, then go grab it, man. Don't wait for him to fight. Because Adesanya mm. could have fought on the outside all day. He's a smart fighter. No, but then he should but then he should have. Then he should have been picking him apart all day. He wasn't doing that either. I mean, he was when, when he could. But you're maybe not as much as, as, he, as it would have been fun to watch. But he was throwing, at least in the second, third round, he started to throw more kicks. He started to have a little bit more volume. Whereas Romero was waiting for Adesanya to come in and fight the way he wanted him to. And it's like, that's not, what smart champion would I'll do tell you that? right now, I'm just looking forward to this next one. Because I still think that kid's going to be a star. Like, I think Adesanya is just... Great. I, I do think... I don't think you could... This is not going to be... I still think he's going to be a huge pay-per-view drawer. Agree. Why because, did Romero not wrestle Matt, do you think? I, I'm going to say he might be too taxing. I'm going to say that's the most exhausting part. Like, the explosion, especially where he does it. He's yeah. He went for a couple of inside yeah. night trips and stuff <clears throat> that didn't work uh, when they were clinched up. But, uh, you know, he just didn't get him down. But when he did get him down, Adesanya did get up. Well, yeah, he, he did quickly, and he got up fast. Yeah, you do a few of those, hey man, you might just have to tap out from exhaustion. If you, the guy, I mean, listen, the guy is forty-one. It's, he is an amazing shape. Amazing. I know how exhausting a failed takedown is, and if you get a takedown, a guy gets right up. Oof. It's it's got to be discouraging. Oof. But again, is that on Adesanya? If all of a sudden Romero's game plan is to counterfight and save energy because he doesn't want to gas out, and then all of a sudden Adesanya's the bad guy for not giving no, him what he wants. It's no, crazy. They're, they're both locked in that cage, though, so you got to look to, you know, you should be looking to, to, to inflict damage. Yeah, I agree. Can't just wait for that guy to bring the fight to you. Yeah. You but know? they but did hey, the fight. Hey, look. Hey, listen. I'm looking forward to him versus Costa, and I want to talk about that co-main, but first we're talking. Who are we getting on now? Megan O'Leary. Let's talk to Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, there she is. Hello. And she has a dog. I'm going to put headphones on. How are you, Megan? Good. How are you? Nice to see you. Uh, Introduce us to your cute little puppy. This is Benny. It's Benny. It's the child. Oh, now is it more? (laughs) Is is Benny more your dog or more Joe's dog? Oh, equally, equally both of ours. He is. He goes between both of us. Like he has to spend his time. 
making sure that neither one of us feels neglected. It's, it's great. <laughs> I when I was growing up, I had a dog Geronimo. Now it, it loved us all, but it would follow. I know we had named Geronimo, right? That's- but it would follow my mother to the. She was always tripping over it. She'd go to the bathroom and be right outside the bathroom, always tripping over that thing. Does it? Yeah. Fo- does oh, yeah. It, is that all how time. it's like? Yes, he follows me everywhere, and if like one, if we're watching a movie, and we like get up to go to the bathroom. He has to follow us. He's like, "Where are you going?" It's unconditional love. We'll be right back. It's yeah. I don't know. That's not even. Love. That's more like no. that's almost codependent. The dog's a little codependent. <laughs> a little bit. A he little is, bit. He is. I'm all right with it though. <laughs> so, so Megan, you were covering. Uh, how long have you been covering uh, mixed martial arts? Oh, um, probably around like nine years now, nine or ten years. And that's how you and Joe met. Obviously, was your you were no no. No, I met him randomly um, on a girl's trip to Las Vegas in the hotel lobby of Mandalay Bay. Because I was going to ask, like, when you're covering it and you meet all the fighters, what makes somebody, it's got to be, it's almost like if you play professional football and you, I don't want to say cheerleader, but, you know, like they're around the fighters or, or around the guys all the time. Yeah. What do you do that's different that makes somebody go, hey, this is somebody I want to talk to. So you met him outside that arena. Yeah. And he would have been the only one I'd want to talk to anyway. But yeah. <laughs> you were covering the sport at the time or you weren't? No, I wasn't. Oh. No, nope. I uh, I had just graduated college, and me and my two best friends went to Las Vegas before I started graduate school, just to like celebrate. And Joe and I met, and he asked me for my email address. And um, that's a nice way to yeah. do it. Email is not yeah. too invasive. Email is like kind of exactly. It's not too creepy. No, it's not like exactly. hey, I'll text you because I'm desperate. Like if someone gives me the number, I text them before they're out the door. Yes. I'm like, just do you have my number too? I- I'm the worst. So you worked at uh, you worked at Fox before you uh, with Megan Kill. What did you think of Bombshell? Did you see it? I, you know what? We just watched it the other night. Yeah, I. Um, I mean, I certainly wasn't privy to any of right. anything that was happening like that. I I didn't love the movie in terms of the movie, but um, you know, Megan was. I learned more from Megan than I probably learned in all of graduate school. Um, just the way she did her research and conducted herself, I saw her be put into some really. Um, interesting situations in terms of um, like people wanting to come in and interview her because it was an election year and the way she handled herself and those, um, you know, obviously almost gotcha moments really taught me a lot. And uh, she was a tough cookie, but she was great to learn from. Yeah, I really like her. I don't know her. I I think I've kind of half met her once, but I always enjoyed watching her because she seemed extremely prepared uh, and uh, combative when she needs to be, but not overly so. If not, I I really like her. Was yeah, it- yeah, no, that was exactly it. And and in terms of her preparation, like she had, you know, every show has a research team, but she would double and triple check their research on her own. Like it wasn't good enough that somebody said, yes, this is true. Like she made sure she checked it was true and then she double checked that it was true. So you interviewed, uh, obviously you were at the fight and, you know, everyone was complaining about the main event. Um, and, and what was Adesanya like when you interviewed him? What was his attitude about it? Because it seems like him and Romero are both kind of blaming each other for the fact that the fight wasn't as exciting for the fans as it should have been. Yeah, you know, getting to know Stylebender um, has been really, really fun. He's a he's a very positive energy to be around. So when he came out of his medical tent, he came right over to me to do an interview. And that vibe just wasn't there. You could tell... There was a lot of disappointment. Um, he was said he was disappointed in himself. He's like, listen, I've never been in a boring fight. I don't like that for myself. Um, so it wasn't, you wouldn't have known he won the fight. It was almost, that vibe was like, oh, who came out of this the winner between the two guys because they were both, you know, so sorely disappointed. Yeah, I, I uh, we were just talking about it before you came on and I was kind of, putting in a little bit more on Romero just because, you know, like this might be your last shot and you really want this and you were coming off two losses. And Adesanya, I thought, was very... Uh, I was a surprise move that he didn't wait for Costa and he said, I want to fight Romero because nobody seems to want to fight Romero. But he seems yeah. to blame Adesanya for not fighting the fight that would have been convenient for him. Yeah, you know, and that's hard. I mean, first of all, you guys understand this. I mean, Matt, you certainly understand this even better, better than I do. Like, this is your future. This is your health that's on the line. If you lose, you only get half your check. Like, that could mean a lot of things for your family. So, you know, everybody has to fight the fight they believe is right for them to win. I mean, so I don't ever want to take anything away from from anything. But, like, yeah, Romero, you said it. Like, this could very well be the last time you have this opportunity at your age and your position in the division. And 
he didn't get it's not like he was giving style bender all these openings you know you can see him fainting a lot really trying to like get him to bite he just didn't bite and he when he did try and say like okay i'm gonna i'm just gonna go everybody's booing i'm just gonna do this he got clipped and nobody wants to get hit by <laughs> romero like that <laughs> Yeah, you can't do it. Like, I understand it is for fans, but when two guys are fighting, I almost think the entertainment value is, in their mind has got to be secondary to winning the fight. Because you're, you're, you're literally you're a guy who really wants to knock you unconscious. It's, it's, this is, you know, so I always think that the entertainment's got to come, like, kind of as, as secondary. Like, I, like, I don't think Wally yes. Zhang should be punching uh, Joanna and taking punches just to be entertaining. A hundred percent. I mean, and I think we're spoiled because we have so many amazing fights on every card. And... It was particularly hard to follow up that co-main event and not just, you know, have the fight that we had as the main event, but really those first two minutes, how it started, I think also set everybody, it just set the tone that for the next 25 minutes, people were going to be unhappy. And yeah, we, we can't just ask them to entertain us and throw, you know, caution to the wind because that's what we want. But after you have that co-main event, that's life-changing. And then we're just seeing you know, Yoel stands still for, for over two minutes. That kind of set the tone of like, what are we doing? You know, I've, I found in a few times, and again, when a, a women's co-main event championship, the, the main event a lot of times has a hard time after it. Like there was uh, Ronda against uh, Misha Tate was the co-main. I forget, I want to say it was Jones. It was a Jones title fight. It might've been Cormier. I don't remember who he was fighting at the time. Uh, and, and also uh, Amanda fighting uh, Cyborg. Uh, whatever the main event was right after that, I remember was not as exciting. And then this one, it's just, it, it's hard to follow. And you wonder, do the main event guys see this fight and almost worry about going on after it? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely on in the locker rooms because I, I went in there right uh, to Whaley's locker room right before she was going to walk out. And she stopped her warm up to watch um, the leech her teammate, uh, to watch his fight, and they were getting fired up. And then you could see, like, okay, I got to get back to training, and okay, I have to go have a good fight, too. You could just kind of see that happen. So I'm sure they had it on in their locker room, but, you know, they're both they're both smart guys. You know, Stylebender has so many kickboxing fights as well. He's, he's going to do what it takes to win at the end of the day. And he actually, you know, he told me the thing that I, I really took away from the interview. He's like, I'm so proud of my focus because – I was getting bored, and right before I'd get bored and kind of let my skill set slip, I decided, okay, no, I have to keep this focused because that's when Romero is going to strike. Well, he wasn't the only one getting bored. But yeah. listen, what are you gonna? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Uh, you know, speaking of the uh, the co-main, has anybody? Is there any um, word from uh, Wiley or especially Joanna? Because I felt so bad because you know. Uh, you know, I follow her on Instagram. She 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 likes the selfies a little bit. So I mean, when she tried to like use the flag to cover her, her head, it was like a balloon head. I felt yeah. so because she's such a pretty girl. I felt, and you know, it was bothering her. And it, how yes. about this? I mean, bothering her to look that it looked like that, and it must have been hard for. I know her father was there, a family. So it, listen, it's a brutal game, and I, just, you know, you just wanted to give her a hug. You know, you felt, and she after such a performance. I thought she won the fight. I mean, it was very close. I thought Joanna won as I well. I thought Joanna won. I mean, I think possibly because of her, and we're going to watch that last round later. Yes. Live. I'm not live, Ooh. but in whatever. But sure. I think possibly because of the appearance. I mean, they can see that shit in the bleachers, man. No judges would have been like, ah, I'm giving it to Wiley. Wait, you know what 100%. I mean? 100%. Yeah, no, I haven't heard an update. And I was just thinking about that this morning. I was like, oh, I hope like, they can give us a video message so we can see them and know that they're okay. But I mean, she didn't, I don't think she was really touching it till the later rounds. And then once I think she realized what it was like, it was one of those things you can't, you can't stop thinking about. Oh. And we, I was just nervous. I'm like, I had no idea who was winning the fight. I had no clue what was happening. I was just in awe of the whole thing. Yeah. But I just kept thinking like, can that get cut? Can that open? Like what, what is going to happen if that occurs? Um, and yeah, you know, she, she, you know it 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 hurt her and you know the judges were certainly able to see that and i think we see that a lot guys who cut and and show damage a lot earlier they sometimes get penalized for it even though it might have been a nothing that oh they have scar tissue there and they're just going to get cut no matter what it 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 is something that goes into the judges minds for sure it was such an amazing it for that's a cuz i'm reliving it sure. it was a 
freaking amazing fight, though. It was incredible. It was so amazing, man. But I was surprised Ooh. when I heard that they were 38-38 going into the final round because I did think that Joanna eked it out barely. But if, if I again, I'm going by, we have to watch it again. But I remember thinking that uh, Jean won the fifth or it was close. So I was surprised that the judges, I remember seeing that going, all right, uh, Jean won this round, but I still think that Joanna oh, won. Yeah. I, I was surprised it was 38-38, but again, either way, it's like when you see judging like that, was a 48-47, uh, you know, 48-47, uh, 48-47 split, like it's kind of hard to complain about the judging when they're all seeing it that kind of close. It, it makes you feel better about yeah. the judging. And and people are going to be unhappy no matter what. It's right. like those fights, like they both need a belt. Like, we just need a draw and everybody gets a belt because it was so great and thank you for your effort because otherwise everybody else is going to get they're going to be mad. They have, like, you know, passionate fans. And no matter when it's razor close, you piss off 50% of the people. Yes. Uh, I want to ask you how you deal with this now. Um, like, all right, you're, a prof- you're very professional and now at the <laughs> fights and everything, which is great. But now you have your, your husband fighting now, and it doesn't. Now, usually it's great because it goes his way, usually. Your husband's a stud. What? Oh, there he is! Oh, and he does the dishes too. What a nice look guy! At you. Is that a fucking espresso thing? Yeah, he just made oh, me espresso. Oh, look at Jesse. nice! Oh, Joey, I salute Joey. Oh, what a he made you a cappuccino. Mm. That's so great. Okay, the Italian way. That's so beautiful. Uh, how? Now, how am covering something like that? And it's an all, and say, it, you know, like what You guys what were asking to, earlier how I got her, how I keep her is the coffee. That, <laughs> that's what a joke. That's what, I'll tell you right now, You, I want to see the top if you put like a little leaf in it or something. That looks like professional, uh, the way he it's, did it's that. A, it's a quality phone. Look at that. He hasn't done the designs yet, but yeah, real real nice over here. Real Doesn't nice. that burn so your fingers? Real. I always need a handle on my cup. I can't hold a bare cup. I hurt my fingers. No, it's like this special, like very cool double glass cup that I feel very fancy drinking from that I got on Amazon. <laughs> so, so, so when like it's a rough night, how do you keep? I'm an emotional person. How do you? I keep my wife from going to certain fights. Uh, like, how? How do you deal with that? Going back to all right, then you know, right back to your business as usual. Seeing something rough happen and talking about that particular fight is is it hard to do? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I didn't work his last fight, um, which okay. was great. Um, but yeah, it's only really happened one time because he wins. He he usually wins. Um, yeah, and it's it's not easy. Um, it's yeah, it's probably the most challenging thing I feel like any professional could ever be asked to do in in the sports world. Right. Um, because you can imagine, you know, even like if you're you know, your wife's soccer team lost the game and she plays for like the women's national team. And then you have to go and interview the team that beat them. And you, you know what I mean? It just, yeah. it sucks. And then if you add any sort of physical ailment in there, it's that's all you can think about. You know, Joe's my number one priority in life. So yeah. if I know he's hurting, you know, physically, mentally and emotionally, it's, it's very challenging. I just try and like, I actually try and think of Joe in every situation. Like, all right, if this if this was, you know, his opponent's wife interviewing him after he won, I would want them to have a really fair shot and right. a good interview. So that's how I try to approach it. It's just I always try to put Joseph in that situation and be like, how would I want him to be treated right now? And that's how I'm going to treat everybody else. Uh, and let me give you guys both a compliment because my wife watches uh, the Kelly Ripa and uh, uh-huh. Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> sure. What is it? The, Ryan and Kelly in the morning. Ryan and, oh, Kelly and every, Ryan. Kelly and Ryan. Kelly and every morning. She's watching that thing. Yeah. And yeah, sure. they were both on that and they and they killed it. Hey, ah. listen, let me tell you something. Ryan Seacrest is very lucky that he didn't get his neck snapped when he tried to jump out of Joe's guillotine. The guy's I know. I mean, what does he do? Is he nuts? I mean, Joe, what and if he would have got out, it would have made Joe look silly. I know. Joe, hey, Joe, did you see that shit? Oh yeah. I was like, for a second there, I was like, because I'm not jumping to it as hard as I can. Yeah. So I was like, is himself. this squirrely little weirdo going to get out of my guillotine and just make me look like a jerk? Because I'm not really like squeezing as of hard course. as I can. But it was just, it was just hilarious. But yeah. It was, it was. It made for a great uh, it was movie. Wild. No, yeah. it was fun. Just so people know, Joe like went from like one knee and like sat into the guillotine. Sure. But what Joe does, which of course, because he's high level, you always put your your leg on the lower back. 
Like, it doesn't have to be yeah. a closed guard. That way, the guy can't like tumble salt out. But Ryan Crease, yeah. Ryan Seacrest, don't know. So he, but, yeah. you know, Joe's just showing a move. All of a sudden, he goes, "Okay, what if I do this?" And he did like I tried to do a flip. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe like held on to it because he doesn't want to look foolish. He could have hurt himself. It, yeah, I mean, yeah, it didn't go nowhere, but I think Ryan was a little embarrassed. He got up. He's like, oh, that was great. And, but holy fuck, Seacrest. I was so scared. I was like, he's going to have a broken neck yes! on live television. There's nothing we can do. There's he too tried to jump over. <laughs> See, this is what you got to realize, because I've interviewed a lot of fighters, <laughs> and I've had a lot of them show me moves. You have to realize, like, this guy's a fighter. You're not two alphas discussing something. I'm the yeah. beta. The alpha is showing me something, yeah. and I'm going to enjoy the fact that he's not strangling me until I'm unconscious. Like, you have to 100% realize it's this funny. professional is taking it easy on me and just giving me a very friendly moment as opposed to trying to get out of it like an ass. Yeah, you got to see it, dude. It was funny. Yeah, you, you don't that try to. 100% accurate. Because I watched it. I go, oh, no. I remember going, oh, no. I'm yeah. like, oh, no. Because yeah. he went to jump over. I'm like, ah. Holy <laughs> shit. But you handle that like a pro. He did. He Good did. job. <laughs> but it wouldn't even have looked bad if he got out of it. Because then Joe could have just played it off like, ah, oh, you got me. All right. No, you know, everyone knows yeah. Fuck that. It was weird though, you know, because like, you're not showing as hard as you can, but then you're trying to control him because he's going as hard as you he's, can. Yeah, so he's like, uh, like he's spazzing, but you're kind of like just showing it anyway. But then you have to kind of like barrel down to be like, all right, you're not going anywhere. So it was just, it was great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it, was a, it was a really surreal, fun time um, being on the show. Like yeah. high fiving all the uh, the house yoga lines. moms. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. it was it was great. The only thing I hate about that show is when before they they cut back and forth like to Ryan and Kelly, they go to an audience member, and then some whoever wants to be on camera does the stupidest fucking dance in it, <laughs> and I'm just like, I just want this person, this person, to get hit by a fucking truck. Too far. No, not at all. Yeah, not far enough. That's the express. That's too far. But no, you I can't to deal go with it. Huh? You have to go to a taping because it would infuriate you. The people volunteer to was, dance. That was too far, Matt. <laughs> I was too far. I, that's the espresso. Yeah, no, I, I feel you. That's me all the time. I'm like, I'll murder their whole family. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're dancing like no one is watching. But you know what? Every A lot of people yeah. are watching. Many so don't, they shouldn't, they shouldn't like dance like nobody's watching because, man, it's rough. <laughs> It's funny, like Megan was saying at the live shows, all the that's the, that's the one that got picked. So like, there's like five of them just volunteering before. <laughs> just it's yeah. it's classic. <laughs> so do they have you guys on because you're a couple in the same business, or or because of the dynamic of fighter and and, and reporter? I wasn't supposed to be on. Um, I, I'm really fortunate. Kelly Ripa is a, a great friend of mine. Uh, oh. She's been a really wonderful mentor, and um, I, I I adore her. And so I was just standing in the wings, and she called me over. So um, oh. Joe was the guest to promote his fight. Oh, great! Right so, and then and then I was just kind of like half half asleep because it was like seven o'clock in the morning. I was not. <laughs> I was not aware I was going to be on camera, and yeah, she had me come over. So sweet. Do you know why I like Kelly Ripa a lot? Because I met her and her husband at a party, and they said they liked me, uh, and that's all it takes. I, lo I love her husband. <laughs> that's all it takes that's to win me over. <laughs> Mark Consuelo. Yeah, they yeah. are the greatest. Like people always ask us, you know, if we're if we're with them, like, oh my god, what are they like? They are the greatest people I've ever known. Like whether they're famous, not famous, I mean. They are the most generous, like wonderful individuals. Everything they seem like they're on camera, they're like twenty times better in real life. They, we're we're so lucky to know them. Have you been to that? They their apartment. They showed photos of that in something where they have like a roof jacuzzi. Like her place is spectacular. You've been there, right? Yeah, it's it's mind blowing. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> he's on Riverdale. What do you think? Is he? Fuck yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's like, I, I don't even know what Mark does. I just I know he's yeah. picture of he has good abs. And I was like, well, that's why he has Kelly, because he's in good shape. That's why I haven't seen nobody. Yeah, he's a really nice guy. Yes, he Mark. is. Yeah. yeah. And but it's funny because in Riverdale he plays a real prick. My wife goes, Oh, he's so mean. You ever watch you watch Riverdale? Oh yeah. <laughs> it's cool. I, sure it's do. A I try and watch anything my friends are in. So like <laughs> I, I I support Riverdale. We actually know some of the rest of the cast and they're all they're big UFC fans. We took them to their First UFC event in Vancouver, and they who Archie and Jughead. Pardon? Archie and Jughead. Archie or oh, Jughead was in there. Archie, Reggie. Um, what's Casey's character's name? Reggie. The I sheriff's forget. son. The sheriff's son. Yeah, like yeah. a bunch of the a bunch of the the younger guys and Mark um, all came, 
and they they loved it. Like they were just like, "This is the greatest thing I've ever been to." Was that at MSG right there? No, no Vancouver. It was, it oh, was Vancouver. In oh, Vancouver. Yeah, because I yeah, saw it was Mark. Cowboy versus Gaethje. Ah, they there. who against Gaethje? I'm sorry. Cowboy and Gaethje. Oh, right. Oh, shit. All right, yeah. man. Let's not keep that. Yeah, hey, listen, They're it's great talking to you. And uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that. By the way, is that an espresso or is that another? Uh... Oh no, no, no. It's a cappuccino. Oh, oh, oh. Did... Here we go. Look at this. this is that's like corner. a real machine. You guys are so clean, oh, yeah. man. French press. We got the grinder, electric kettle. Yeah. Wait. So you, you guys always... buy it whole and then grind it up yourself? Yeah. No, not me. I put those. I pa- no. I put the little. I have my daughter's doing it. My little six year old Sophie. Could you make me a espresso? She puts the little tablets in. It's six. the other shit. I can't even do. That's too old school. Yeah, it's very. I actually hire someone with white gloves to do it for me. I don't want to grind up anything. Yeah, no. Joe takes it very seriously. I got special barista milk and everything. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's an art. What's oh, barista milk? Is it is it uh, like coconut milk? It's, just, well, it's, it's actually oat milk, but it's a barista blend that they sell at the coffee shops. I get that. I love I'm cool. trying to find. I'm trying to find a milk that's not like cow milk, and I can't like oat milk. A, what's that? Oat milk. Oat, oat milk. milk. Oat milk is better because I don't like almond milk in cappuccino. Uh, oat milk. To foam, oat milk to foam for coffee is the best foaming agent. It has like the most richness and creaminess. And it tastes good. Keeps its sweetness. It's it's nice. All right. Look at the knowledge. Look at Here's why I'm going to try. This is why I know he knows because he said foaming agent. That's a person who knows what he's talking about because I would never know to say that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know that either. All right, guy. Well, thank you, uh, uh, Megan. Thank you, uh, uh, Joe, for coming on. I'm glad you were there. Thanks, gang. No problem. Thanks for having us. See great you guys soon. T- right, we'll talk to you again. Bye. They're a great couple. That might be one of my favorite couples. Yes, and that's a really, uh, that is a goddamn good station they have set up for. That's a big house, first of all. That's a, like a, that's a main event fighter's house. That That's what being a successful fighter looks like. That's not an apartment. That's a giant, beautiful house. That is a beautiful house, and they got a nice dog. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, look, before we continue with the show, Matt, we're having a good time. I've got an important announcement for UFC fans. If you're not dedicated to your hair health, you're not given 100%. Hair Club is the official marketing partner of UFC 249, and they can get your hair in shape. I mean, look, the older you get, your hair looks stupid. You know that. You're not happy with how it looks. You're putting on hats. You look like an ass. You have on a three-piece suit and a hat. No woman is fooled. Not only can Hair Club help restore your look, but help your confidence too, which will go a long way into boosting your overall well-being. Hair Club is the world leader in hair regrowth, replacement, and restoration. And UFC fans can get $250 off select Hair Club solutions. Text FIGHT to my hair or go to hairclub.com slash fight to schedule a free, no obligation hair health checkup. Hair Club, love your hair, live your life. Back to the show. I just wanted to stop and do that. They didn't even ask me to do that. I just made that up as I went along. So I hope that they go with it. Gerald! Hello. What's up? What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How you guys doing? Gerald, let me ask you, who'd you get your black belt from? I got my black belt from Daniel Wanderlei. Okay, and uh, is uh, who he? Who is he under? So I had an idea. We're affiliated with Carlson Gracie. Okay, because you're a fucking stud, man. You get? Are you tied with Damian Meyer for or almost? What is he up to with the submission wins? What I just read. The, yeah, most middleweight submissions I think in the UFC. Look at that shit, and man. That might answer my question because I was going to ask you. That was such a great fight. Uh, with Duran and, and, and in the third round you had him really hurt 
and you definitely could have finished him with strikes, but then you went uh, to the ground, and I'm like, I wonder if he's doing that for another reason. Was there a reason you went for the submission? Was that what you just said kind of in the back of your mind? Uh, well, I didn't have it in the back of my mind necessarily, but I got like 21 or 22 submission wins, so it's something that I, you know, I'm naturally going to go to, right? And even though he was hurt, he was still moving around enough where uh, I didn't know the strikes – you know, maybe he would grab a hold of me or get a leg or something, hold on in a position where I couldn't get anything clean off. But I knew if I wrapped him up and went for a submission, I got it locked in for sure. And he can't go anywhere. Now, you're a well-rounded guy, but submissions, I mean, look, you can't look what you're doing with the submissions. Did you start? Which art did you start with? What martial art? I actually started with everything. So oh, I, really? I started... You're the complete opposite way you should. I went to a fight gym. They had guys in the, the been in the UFC and WEC, and I was, you know, 19-year-old fresh-faced kid, and I was like a bander, and I was like, hey, guys, I want to fight. And they're like, sweet, we're going to kick the crap out of you and teach you how. So I just kind of learned everything all together at once, and I That's fortunately a- had some really good guys coaching me. What what belt are you in jiu-jitsu? Your black belt. I'm a black belt, yeah. Yes. So have you done jiu-jitsu? You train with the gi and without or no? So when I started, uh, we didn't have anyone doing gi, and like the way I learned jujitsu, the first like five years, um, there was guys that they had wrestled. They were good wrestlers and good at coaching wrestling, but they also really immersed themselves in jujitsu. Of course, everything was no gi and like kind of geared towards fighting. Yeah. So my style is kind of like jujitsu from a wrestling perspective. So you, if you're a jujitsu guy, you'd think I'd wrestled before. But it's really just because that's how I learned it at first. And then after like five, six years, then I finally put the gi on. And, you know, when I was working, Daniel Waterley came to our gym. And then I really got accustomed to that and earned my belts the uh, quote-unquote proper way. Yeah, well, you know what it is when they say proper because, like, if you're on bottom, especially a powerful guy like you, you might be hard to hold down. So now when these even these smaller guys got those grips on you, you technically have to butterfly sweep or get, you know what I mean, get your submission, as you know. So that's that right. is, that's really, exactly. that's so wild, man, because that is actually the total opposite of a lot of people's paths. Like in my gym, yeah. in my gym, I, I, my, my um, I guess you can call it a gym, but my martial arts school. I like that better. Uh, you know, there's, yes. a, there's a Gold's Gym. Sure. You know, it's not a Gold's Gym with arm locks. There's no. respect there. But my point is, I don't let guys take the gi off in the beginning until they get four stripes for that exact reason, because they're explosive. And But you did it the opposite way. And what the fuck do I know? Look how great he's doing. Yep. Fucking, <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. Now, let me ask you something. Being a guy around uh, uh, D-Ron's D- uh, uh, height, how weird was it like punching down and I'm not even I'm not attacking being a shorter guy I know what it's like and so it's hard for the guy to get the shorter guy to get to the taller guy but at the same time it's kind of hard to find that chin sometimes right or wrong with the shorter guy because you're punching down at least I had success yeah so in that fight I had to really lower my stance and a lot of people (laughs) ask me about that I kind of hunching forward getting low getting at his eye level to make it a little bit easier to find my strikes And I ended up touching his chin a lot, but the one thing that threw me off defense-wise is everything he throws for him is a big circle, right? But for him, whatever's a big circle is a small, tight circle for me and pretty much every other middleweight on the planet. So (laughs) even though it looks like his arm is completely straight winging out, it's coming pretty tight in for me. And if I'm not on my P's and Q's, I got, you know, a couple times I got dinged pretty good. I was going to ask you that, too, because uh, DC was talking about him possibly dropping down in weight. But he said, you know, at times he has to cut down to 180, uh, 185. And he, so he doesn't think he can go down to 170. Um, you were hitting his body, too, a couple of times, which which I, I think they said he really did not seem to like that. Love that. Yeah, I, I love a good, because good body shots don't look as effective on TV, but no fighter seems to like getting hit in the body. So did you feel that that was beginning to have a better effect on him? Oh, yeah, and I think that opened up uh, the head strikes again later on in the fight, and it's one of those things where he's so short and compact, he's got a real short, thick neck. <laughs> so in order to rattle his cage, like, you know, create a knockout, you got to get the ma- the brain moving in the skull faster than the skull can keep up, so it knocks the walls of the skull, and that's what gives somebody a concussion. Well, you got a short, powerful neck like that, and you're a small guy. It's hard to rattle their head around, so you got to touch the body a little bit to really make them like loosen up and kind of unintentionally relax and give you an opportunity to smack them around a little bit. So I had to go to that body and loosen them up. Yeah, but he did have you hurt a couple of times, or he did he did sting you a little bit. It seemed like he was a, a very big looping. Uh 
punch. And I was, there was a couple of times I remember it looked like he really landed. Yeah, there was a couple of shots that uh, they probably looked worse than they were, but he definitely like he you know he caught me with some clean ones, and I remember being like, all right, that was a good shot, you know, nothing that wobbled me, but was real good. And then in the third round, that one he definitely caught me with, and I had uh, I had the giraffe legs for a second there. I had to get my bearings back. You know, not to mention those body shots. You know, if somebody has problems cutting weight, or if you hurt, if they missed weight in the past, if they hydrate up the wrong way. Man, the body shots. I remember I got need once with Jeff Curran, and I remember I'm like, yo, dude, in the body, I'm like, yo, I don't want too many of those motherfuckers. And there's some guys, and you probably know this, Gerald, from the, just sparring in general, that could take a bat to the head. But you attack their body, they're, they're fucking going down. It's the weirdest thing ever. It's just Yeah, I, exactly. You know, and I've said that before. You know, Some guys will take all the... It's usually opposite too, right? Some guys they got an iron chin, but you touch the body, they hit it. And then other guys, you'll hit them to the body all day. They sit there, but you touch the chin once, and they fall over for no reason. It's true, Jimmy. Are Unless you- you're like Jimmy, who's just a piece of iron. Yeah, all the way through from head to toe. He's got to hit me in the balls, and then I go down. <laughs> so you are are you still uh, playing music? Do you still play music? Yeah, I do it recreationally. You know, I, I probably lost a step here and there, but it, it's something that I find to be therapeutic. What kind of music? Uh, so my instrument that I'm the most well-versed on is a saxophone. So originally, before I started fighting, I was in college, and I had a you know a couple little scholarships to become Sa- a music teacher, and I was really into blues and stuff like that. So that was my, uh, my we- path in life before I fought. Oh, we got time. Break that shit out. No, no, fuck it. Matt <laughs> Holmes, he pulls the thing up like Ron yeah. Jeremy. So I was thinking the thing out. That's fucking So you great. wanted to be a music teacher? Did Not you Ron Jeremy. Is it Ron Jeremy? I Ron Jeremy. Burgundy. Oh. Don't take nothing out Ron like Ron Jeremy. I mean, Ron Jeremy could pick it up and hold it to his mouth if he wanted yeah. to. It's the beauty of Ron, Ron Jeremy. Yeah. Burgundy took out the flute. That's a whole different... Uh... <laughs> Don't whip nothing out like Ron Jeremy. You had to whip it out like Ron Burgundy. Yes. You had the flute. I'm back, Gerald. Sorry about that. They're gonna cut all this part out of the interview. I'm only so. Did you want to be? Uh, you wanted to be a teacher? Were you in bands at all? I mean, with a saxophone, it's probably not as easy to get into a band, right? Yeah, no. Uh, other than like the school bands and stuff, not too many people were looking for uh, saxophone <laughs> right. players, which is interesting because, well, seriously, a lot of older music like Bruce Springsteen, they always had a saxophone guy in there. Yeah. There's a lot of old rock songs that if you if you don't think about it because it's not the centerpiece of it, but there's a lot of sax solos. Billy Joel. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. And but like like I said, my thing was like blues music and stuff like that, which is a lot of. You know, a lot of guitar, a lot of saxophone. So that was uh, my whole shtick. And, you know, at that point in my life, I was like, I love music more than I love doing anything else. And, you know, then eventually I found I could hit people for money. And I was like, well, this is pretty sweet. <laughs> sure. I'll try that. Do you, did you find with the saxophone when you were out playing, you got like a certain older age of groupies? <laughs> no the saxophone groupies yeah hey listen there's groupies for the bull riders they call the fucking buckle bandits buckle, buckle bettys buckle or something. bunnies buckle bunnies <laughs> yeah you know? I, i'm sure there's a name in general for like uh for musicians that haven't fallen around but i didn't play that much that i would have uh you know groupies following me around for like high school bands nah, so it's weird with that shit. Jimmy says if I was single, I'd be the soccer mom bandit, but I'm not going to be. I'm a, I'm a husband and a father. And, and so happily I'm, married. Happily married. I'm not looking for any soccer moms. Uh, why? And, and with the blues, there's a good documentary on Netflix, and I didn't know that. I never considered them. Did you see the ZZ Top documentary? Oh, my God. Oh, you like the ZZ Top? I do like ZZ Top. I haven't seen that one. I was just watching one though uh, the other day on Robert Johnson. He's like the pioneer of blues. It's a really good backstory on him and everything. But I'll have to check the ZZ Top one out. Yeah, I never considered them bluesy. I just watched it because I was, I was, it was there, and I thought it was a live performance. And I like sharp dressed man. Boring story. But I wound up just watching this documentary, and I'm like, fuck, this is. In-. I knew nothing about those guys, and they're like pretty heavy blues influence. And like, I, I wound up really liking it. ZZ, ZZ Top. ZZ Top. Oh, I would rather watch the the the, the, the audience members dance on Kelly Ripper and the other show than watch a ZZ Top concert. Why those fifth the longest running band in history? 
They're the longest rock band lineup in history. Yeah, with the beards years. and shit. Yeah. With the fucking thing, they're pointing to the get the fuck. They do point. Everybody's got their own thing. They point, yes. Everybody's got their own thing. Yeah, all right. We got Gerald. We do. I just am interested always in uh, what, what a lot of times fighters do other than fighting is never what you'd think. Like, very rarely, like, you know, people wouldn't say, yeah, a sax player yeah. and a fighter is not usually the combination. Are you a married dude, Gerald? Uh, I'm engaged. I'll be married in May. Oh, okay. And, and you're 32 years old. You had a lot of fights with yeah. 43 fights. Uh, in what, how old were you when you started? Like your first pro fight, how old were you? I believe I was 19. Did you win or lose your first fight? He's got a lot of Oh, fights. I got the crap kicked out of me. Oh, I, I lost for sure. I trained for like a month and I was like, hey guys, I want to fight. They're like, sure, go ahead. You're crazy little stink. Get in there. And now you were Duke Rufus in them, correct? Or my way off. Uh, I wasn't when I started. Oh, so okay. when I started, I was at a place called Strasser's Freestyle Academy. Okay. And um, is that David yeah, Strasser? David Strasser. Yeah. Okay. Good. He, he fought uh, Carl Parisian back in the day, and we okay. had some other guys, Nick Aguilar, that you know they have fought some tough dudes. They were yeah, pretty man. well known in their time. And uh, Brian Garrity had been on the Ultimate Fighter. We had Sergio Gomez, who'd fought some tough guys in the WEC, and Jamil Masu. So okay. had a couple names, and then after that, I kind of. Uh, was on my own for a second there, and then I ended up coming to Duke's gym, and I've been at Duke's gym for seven or eight years now, I think. Somebody said that your teammate Bilal, Bilal, Bilal Muhammad, who we're friends with here, uh, was yelling out stuff to you in the fight. Did you hear him at all? I heard Bilal almost clearer than my corners. It was ridiculous. That dude is so loud. I have no idea how he projects his voice that well. He's a good dude, Bilal. And did you, was he? Do you know what he? He's one of your main training partners, or? Oh, yeah. So uh, Bilal, uh, Mike Rhodes, Brendan Allen when he comes up, um, JP St. Louis, those are all the bigger guys. So me and Bilal get a lot of work in. Um, some of the stuff he was saying seemed kind of outlandish, but he gave me some good pointers in there, too. <laughs> outlandish? Like, was he saying, do you remember yeah. anything? Like, what did he say? Well, was there, there was a couple random times he was like, throw a head kick, throw a head kick. And I'm like, dude, if I throw at his head, I'm going to miss the dude. <laughs> kick right over the top of him. It's funny with the shorter guys. Yeah. You know, you think you got, oh, man, look at the reach. But they, uh, as one of the, as one of those shorter people, you know, everything's got its advantages and disadvantages. He reminds you know? me of DC a little bit, Duran, just because he's he's smaller than a lot of the guys in the division. I, I just, I like watching him fight. And that, that was a really interesting matchup. And it was a fun fight. You used distance so well, man. It, you, were, you were so good at using the uh, your uh, reach advantage. Yeah, I was really trying to keep him at the end of my jab, but. You know, you can tell by my face, got a couple stitches. I took a couple shots because usually my whole thing is going forward, and I like fighting in a phone booth. So yeah. even though I kept him on the end of that jab and I was landing long one-twos, I like fighting people, man. Like, hey, even if I'll give a little ground here and there, at some point I like engaging and getting in the fire a little bit. So, you know, kind of tends to put yourself in positions where you're going to get smacked around a little. So I ended up taking some shots. Perfect. Per now, listen, you yeah. could point out now – Again, different opponents, sure. but but similar in a sense where Duran has a lot of power too. So if Adesanya, like like if Gerald, that was a great fight with Gerald and Duran. Yes. Now if Adesanya had the same approach, that'd be a different fight. You could say that's right. You know what I mean? I know we were saying that they both did counterfighters. Yeah. If he wanted to just play counterfighter and keep, the, I mean that that'd be a different fight instead of the bond burner. It was that was a very entertaining fight. I'm excited to see what's next for you. Who do you? In the, you might have did it on air, but let's do it again so people could hear it. And you seem like a really nice guy. Like you don't want to call nobody out, but it's nice to have a name. Well, I mean you got enough friends. You're friends with Bilal. Listen, <laughs> who do you want, Ger yeah. Gerald? Who do you want? You know, I had been thinking about it before, and I had told some people, I kind of like to fight Ian Heinish. I think he's in the top Ooh, 15, yeah. and I think that'd be a, a nice little step up. He's got a decent name off contenders, and yeah. he could be a good scrap. Yeah, I would like I'd to see watch that. it. Absolutely. Awesome, man. Well, look, thank you, man. It's good talking to you, and congratulations. It was That was a really great... It's weird, because there was a couple of really great fights, uh, and yours was one of them... Uh, 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 Benil's uh, fight was was really great as well. Oh uh, yeah, Darius's fight. Oh, there, was, there was some really great ones, but uh, yours was one of the yours. I thought was a little unsung. Like it should have been talked about a bit more because that was a very exciting fight. So congratulations. Exactly. Man. I appreciate it, man. Thank you. All, all right, right we'll talk to you again. Okay. Say hello to everybody for me, like Bilal and all the guys. I'll do that for all right, sure, brother. All right, Gerald. Take, take care. Take care, Gerald. Bye. I like but Gerald. I do too. Nice guy. And that was a, a that, him against Ian Hodges would be a very interesting fight. I just, I mean, listen. 
I mean, I say soccer mom bandit as a joke. I'm not a fucking happily married dude, man. Of course man. you are. Happily married. Yes. I'm saying if it was a like a, a different like different alternate universe, universe. I'm not married. I'm not going for young girls. Yes. All right, let's watch the fight here. Yin Jay Chick. And now, they're saying that thirty-eight, thirty-eight at this point. At, at this, that's what they're saying. That that, they're, yeah, I, 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 I mean. Are we really? Uh, Joanna Land's a big left to start off. But I, I literally remember thinking that Wiley won this round and Joanna was ahead. But again, I'll yeah, watch so this now. I might feel different. Yeah, all right. I mean, nice kick by Joanna. And the fact that that uh, Wiley, who has wow. I've never been, has she ever been this far into a fight? I don't no. think she's ever been into a third and or, or fourth and fifth round. And the fact that she was able to keep pace with Joanna, who does this all day, she can go to a fifth round it's all day with so my, disturbing the the head. I don't know what that must feel like. I wonder what they do with that. Do they like? Do they like drain it somehow? Do I don't they... know how a hematoma gets. What happens with it? Does it go back naturally? Uh, I know Joe is saying about a cold press. I mean, Joanna is landing some some good kicks. I don't know how uh, what, what type of damage they're doing, but there are a couple of leg and body kicks she's landing. Man, I'll tell you, man, Wiley has some. She's beautiful striking and beautiful striking too. And now we're just kind of enjoying the fight, but she's yeah, just, you know, know what? Yeah, Joanna is kind of we can't come to a no. I know we get him. See right and, there, and listen, this is very close. I mean, very. But again, I right mean, now, Joanna is ahead in this round. I, I, I think remember, so. and I remember how it ends when she does that st- with the back fist. The back she actually fist, cut. Yeah. She cut her with it too. Yeah, that was a it's wild. It was a man. nice ending to the fight. Yeah, now it's freezing. Good. Oh, it froze. Oh no, we're back. So um, right now we're uh, a minute and a half in, and Joanna is. Again, ahead, uh, Wiley's missing a little bit, so I would say you want to. And ahead. while this is going, can, can I just shout out to uh, the we t- we talked a little bit about uh, Rodolfo uh, Rivera, right? Rivera, yeah, Rivera, Vera, Vera. I'm just gonna Vera. say yes. You just said yes. Uh, he's a jujitsu like stud. I mean, he's got such credentials in jujitsu, and he got a uh, arm triangle that was beautiful. And I can't wait to see what's next with him. And he got his eyes shut in the process, and I think that's good for him. That's right. Because I think some jujitsu guys, they're not used to getting hit. Once you realize you get hit, you're not made of glass, and you can fight with a busted eye or whatever. It'll make him that much more. Um, uh, prepared for future wars, so I want to see what's next with that guy because I love jujitsu and yes. man, he looked. He's a he's a problem. He's undefeated also, so it's exciting. See, as we're watching Rodolfo this, Vera. Uh, Wiley is landing. I think wow. more significant strikes know. and more headshots. Just landed one right. There. She did, yeah, but I mean, uh, Wiley landed like four before that, and it just seems like she's doing now as the round goes forward. She's landing a few more head strikes. Again, Joanna's mostly were kicks. Um, Wow, what, but this was just... It's just, I mean, they could be looking at that head. I mean, this is a... Yeah. Cl- I mean, look, then she clinches her, Ioana. It's a very, very close fight. I'm okay with a champion not losing their belt in this fight. Yeah, like, but I it's really, so I, close. I, I did I think really Yanjaychuk won. I, I think she... Because, I mean, even without this round, I feel she... I, I, I'd have to go back and watch every round. But, like, right now, I feel she's winning this round. Wouldn't you love Unless to know? Unless something dra- drastically happens, I feel she's winning. See, no, I think that she's put up more volume, but I think a lot of them have been leg kicks, and I think where, as, as Wiley has landed, a few more uh, significant Ooh, Wiley's strikes. face is, is busted up as well. Sure it is. It's just, what, if it wasn't for that forehead, you know what I mean, which is downright frightening, man. Yeah, good body you know kick, I mean? uh, kick yeah, up the middle. Look at her. Look at her moving and getting out. This is the fifth round. But the oh, pe- wow, I mean, yeah, I mean, right she, hand, left hook. Zhang just landed a tremendous right hand. I was talking about Joanna. Oh yeah, Wiley landed, <laughs> landed a, a great short right. Yeah, uh, body kick, left leg. Yeah. I mean, it's hey, very listen, close. Hey, listen, we got a minute left. What I feel, I mean, watch how she puts a stand. What I feel is when she grip. lands this, watch the back fist. Boom. It's going to be coming up. And it's, it's in the last out. couple of seconds. Yeah, man. The back fist is probably I mean, the last 15 seconds. That's what I'm saying. Like, they're going for it. That's why they're so they're busted up. The other guys came out clean. I think that's one of the reasons why Style Bend is a little right. upset. Zhang, by the way, what a star in China she is. Um, I have a feeling her next fight, if, if it, everything's okay with the coronavirus and they can work out getting there, will be a main event uh, in, 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 in China. Look at that kick. I want to see. Here's what I want to see. I want to see the champ. I, I predict a rematch between these two, or if Rose beats Jessica, it's going to be Nami Yunus against uh, hey, Wiley Zhang. That's what I think this, the fight's going to be. This is what we call short time when there's thirty yeah, seconds 30 left. Seconds. So is she going to play it safe like she won? Or let's see how no this way. ends now. Look, look at the timing of the back fist. They're just being careful to, to no, not but, make a terrible but, mistake. But look at these; she's throwing man, a combination. They are throwing elbows. Though. 
Uh, Jean is throwing elbows there, and she landed right there. She uh, looks like she landed. But there. Look at the tell. timing. She ends it with this. She, she did missed, a back fist. She missed a back fist. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wiley missed it. Now watch the timing with yep. this. Look, she's setting it up. Boom. She got her good. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Look at Dana clapping off the she, side. But she grabbed it and landed a punch. And uh, God, was that a good fight? That was so. That man. I mean, they are both fucked up. Woo, standing ovation I from mean, the crowd. Joanna, I thought Joanna won it, but you cannot listen. I, the, the, you you have to give so much credit to the champ too. I mean, oh, I, 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 you know, listen, get some ice on that, please. It's a it's it's a, it's a decision that again, I do think Joanna eked it out, but it's one of those things where I can okay, I'm okay with the decision going the other way. By the way, before we wrap up, Matt, we should do our picks. We should start. Oh. I enjoy doing picks again. Um, and I'm typically yeah. We have to get back to that. Forget us. about hurting people's feelings. We got to get back to that. And I was just kidding, Gerard. Uh, Gerald, Gerald, I do not like soccer moms. Okay, I just wanted to make that clear. Yeah, everybody. <clears throat> I right. say shit just for shits and giggles. Everybody gets so goddamn serious. Here's our uh, picks. Let's <clears throat> start with come uh, in. Alex Oliveira against Max Griffin. I got that one. You did. You oh, had a second new, round submission. New studio. A fucking new uh no wait, hold on. New studio new rules. N- new studio, new champion. I don't know. I'm gonna be the winner from now on. You always did better than me. Okay. Well let's see how I did. Okay. Okay. So the first one you were correct, yeah. Uh, I had I uh, had Griffin with the second round T KO. I was sadly mistaken. What the fuck? So how are we gonna do the points? Because we have to oh we, the the way we get like one point. Get involved for with this. the win, uh, like whoever, like if you pick the right winner, you get one point. If you pick the round and the way they do it, it's an extra point and an extra point. So there's three possible points, I guess. Two way. If you pick the round and the method and the rep method, okay. Well, you know, so right. there's three possible points. You guys got to write this shit down, please. Okay, so Matt, right. Matt right now is up. Uh, Matt right now is up one nothing. Thank you. Okay, the second one was Magni against Lee. Jinglong, tough name to say. I know I'm doing it wrong. Matt had Magni by decision, and I also picked Magni by decision, so we both get three. Um, Magni looked fucking incredible in that fight, though. And I mean, literally, like he could have fought like for another 45 minutes. Um, uh, Bidil Dariush, of course, gets Drakkar close. Um, oh, that was, I'll tell you, that was a great fight. Yes. I mean, it was... Except that you had uh, Drakkar by decision, yeah. and I skillfully chose Benil, even though I did take a third-round sub. Um, so I receive, I believe... One point. Uh, yes, it was second round. I believe one. I received one point, and you received none. So right now, I think it's 4-4. Am I correct? Cool. Uh, let's see the co-main event. Uh, they say Zhang Wiley. I'll always say Wiley Zhang against Joanna. Um, uh, Matt had Joanna by decision. Now, I had... Zhang, my second round TKO. So I get one round, uh, one point. You get zero. But what if Joanna, I thought she won. I was going to say that Matt, no. But I do think that Matt should have gotten three points for that because I think Matt was correct, even though I get it. I have no pick for the main event. Why do I have no pick? What the fuck is that? Why did did somebody ask me my my opinion? Who would you have chosen? I would have chosen Adesanya. Would you? Yes. Okay. By decision. So how about... Uh, so we're even. That's what I was going to No, because I had fourth round TKO. <laughs> all right. First of all, I think I picked Yoel. Doesn't matter. We could just do... Because he was short and stocky. Did I could have said Yoel? that. I picked Yoel. But not on the but, show? But Antonio missed it. Did, he, did you pick him? I'm pretty sure I did. Why don't you guys go back and watch that? So it'll, it'll either be a point for me or not. If Matt picked Yoel, I get the point. If not... I don't. All right. But I don't think you should get it because they fucked up. Blame it on Antonio. Well, because they're clods doesn't mean that I shouldn't get a point. I shouldn't use my skills. You're not clod. I don't even know what a clod means. A clod. It's like a, a clumsy, um, a lumbering oaf dunce. Oh, oh, guys. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Uh, all right. All right, listen. It's that not was coming a, from me. Thank you to Gerald Mearshart and thank you to... Uh, oh, uh, oh, by the way, Sean O'Malley. Let's Libby. just mention that Sean oh, O'Malley God. looked amazing. Um, oh, and really quick, just before we go, Neil Magny, he was on here before, and he had a layoff. He, I'll tell you right now, he never looked better. Yeah. He never looked better. He looked, fu- Neil Magny looked awesome. You know what I mean? Yep. Because uh, Li Jinglang, Jinglang, I said it right? Yes, thank you. Thank you. He 
is a is a is a is a dangerous dude. But Neil Magny has got endurance for days, and he I'll tell you I'm excited for what's next with that guy because something's clicking, and he looked awesome, you know, because I was uh, excited about that. Uh, okay, is that pretty much everybody? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, and by the way, the uh, the 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 Mark Madsen, he's an undefeated. Uh, a wrestler, I'm not, he's not, a, not an undefeated wrestler, but I think he's undefeated in the UFC. Mm-hmm. I mean, in his debut, but he needs to work. He, he's very good with the wrestling, but uh, you know, Austin Hubbard started That's right. laying into him in that, that last round, round showing won, yeah, yeah. what's that? I think Hubbard won that. I think round. Hubbard kept a little too much in the cupboard. He should have unloaded on him. All right, everybody. I'm Thanks for listening. Yeah. Listen. Hold on, before we'll I have to plug you after that bomb, uh, I'm going April 3rd. I'll be in Connecticut at Foxwoods April 4th. Two shows at the Wilbur Theater. I'm not sure. One of them, I think, is sold out. Uh, so if you want to see me, go see me there. Oh, Jimmy. People asking what I'm getting on Twitch. You know, Matt Sarah BJJ on Twitch. It'll be soon. It'll be soon. You could watch. I know you're going to subscribe, Jimmy. Better and you're going to watch me in my little adventures, running through the Oasis, murking fools. Yes, I will. Yes. Okay, everybody. SarahBJJ.com. Uh, if you want any jujitsu shit, you know, want to go in, in Long Island, learn some jujitsu, or maybe get a Kimura Savage t-shirt, just go ahead and hit me up on there. And also, I'm on Cameo. You want a special shout out? I'll shout you out. We'll have fun. All right, Jimmy. Till next time. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Calling all operatives. From now to March 30th, MGM National Harbor invokes your skills to play Covert Cash, a spy-themed kiosk game series where classified missions, hidden rewards, and daily thrills await. Sign up for MGM Rewards to play and unlock up to $25,000 in hidden free play daily and entries into our grand escape car drawing on March 30th. Visit MGMNationalHarbor.com slash Covert Cash to begin your mission. Must be 21. Please play responsibly. For help, visit MDGamblingHelp.org or call 1-800-GAMBLER.